I'm from Brooklyn. You just wash your hair. You know, I work on my hair a long time. You can hit it. He hits my hair. Episode 96 of the Brooklyn Blast Furnace Podcast. With, introduce yourself, gentlemen. Will this is Shuffler. Not, this is not formal, so just let's just go. <laughs> Will Shuffler and Scott Roberts. Uh, two legendary musicians. From the band currently known as The Take. Yes, which rules. Thank you. You're welcome. We're really excited about it, you know. Yeah. Yeah. You guys just wrapped up a, a video, no? We just did a video what a few song? weeks ago. A song called Elitist. Okay. Yeah, the public hasn't heard it at all yet, but well, it'll be out soon. Yeah. Do you know when that's going to drop? A- approximately? Uh, this the, might be out. We're talking about what we're going to do. Because originally the plan was to put it out with the pre-orders for the record. The record's not coming out until June. Okay. Because the label already has all these other releases ahead of us, right? So, gotcha. But there's talk about putting it out a little earlier to help with, like, you know, booking shows and stuff. Sure. Well, aren't you guys going to, like, Europe and stuff already? Yeah. Yeah, we got a few shows booked in August. We're doing a festival in Barcelona. And then we're trying to do, like, dates around there. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, how long are you guys even a band? Yeah. I mean, we, uh, we've actually started, me and him started playing, that's really like three years or something, but we were, but we we were keeping really it down though. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we, we were just working on songs and yeah. honestly, we both you know, work like crazy. And, yeah. You know, it wasn't like any rush to do it. Right. So well, you guys also had, well, what were you doing, Will, before the, the, the take was going on? Uh, musically. Musically? I'm sure we'll get, we'll, we'll, we'll backtrack yeah. and we'll go into AF and Madball and Biohazard <laughs> and the Spud Monsters, if you like. Yeah, I hadn't played, like, in years, although I may be playing on my own. I'm living in Key West, Florida, so there's not a whole lot going on there musically. Yeah. Right, so I, I played with a bunch of guys who were, we were just doing cover songs and doing, like, crazy metal versions of like nine inch nails and stuff like that. Alright. I mean, just That's interesting. Fun, just to stay active, you know, but it was wasn't anything creatively uh, that I was, you know, really into. Yeah. And then I actually did some studio work with like singer songwriter guys, all weird stuff. Alright. <laughs> like country western and like, Really? Uh, but um, and then a few years ago so I've got a house in Woodstock, New York, upstate. Okay. I was living there area. at the time, yeah. <clears throat> and Craig Satari has got a farm up in upstate, you know, across yeah. the river in Hudson. We got together, like, man, let's, let's do something. I was like, yeah, let's, let's like start a hardcore, like, power trio. All right. And then I'm thinking, well, who's, who's going to play guitar? I'm like, yeah, Scott Roberts, man. That's the only person I want to play with. So. Yeah, and that, he, he called, called me, <laughs> he called me, like, just weeks after I just quit Biohazard, you know. And honestly, at the time, I was thinking, before he called me, I'm thinking, well, I like these songs that me and Danny have been working on. Right. And I, you know, me and Danny were talking about just getting a couple other guys and, you know, doing another band. 
right. those songs we were working on. For Biohazard. Yeah, but then he called me, and I got excited about it. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that'd be fucking great to play with Will here and, yeah. and, and Craig. And I'm like, yeah, hardcore power trio. That'd be badass. So I, sure. so I just started, immediately I get excited about it. I started writing these really fast, like, old-school, like, AF kind of songs. Yeah. yeah. And, but then I talked to Craig. I'm like, you know. Well, what what style of music do you want to do? Mm-hmm. And he goes, whatever we feel. And I was like, holy shit! God. Why did I never think of that? Right? How easy is that? <laughs> yeah. So then, I try and force then yourself I, to do something. Right. Craig is always stopped. a level-headed, smart yeah. dude like that. He is. Then I stopped thinking. All right, it has to be this or that. And then I just started whatever came out, kind of thing. And that's what it ended up being the take is yeah. a mix of parkour, oi, rock and roll. Yeah. Whatever you Punk feel, rock, yeah. you try to mold yeah. yourself or pigeonhole yourself into yeah. something. Yeah. It's really, in my mind, it's because Craig said that. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. See that? Thanks, Craig. And, uh, you Craig know, ahead. <laughs> and, and in my opinion, it's the like best thing I've ever done. Right. I don't know about him, but me. Really? I, I love playing these songs, man. These songs are just—it's like totally from the heart. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's yeah. such a great feel and energy. I mean. Not killing myself playing 100 miles an hour. You know, mm-hmm. I can actually like feel the songs and play them. Yeah, that's like before I pressed record, I was saying that my three favorite agnostic front records, you're on two out of the three of them. Yeah. Can you, what, 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 I guess because the take is your, the band that you're in now together, but you weren't in a band really together before Among Thieves. Among yeah, Thieves, sort of. Have. Right, sort of. <laughs> So, I don't know how you want to do it. Like, you want to talk about a little bit of AF stuff from yeah, back sure. then? Yeah, I mean, going back to playing with Feel, that's kind of like Liberty and Justice was the first album I played on with which, AF. Which is, which is 1987. And how old were you? I was 16 when I joined AF. And I came up to New York and practiced them a couple times and went back to Pittsburgh. That's crazy. Then I just dropped out I didn't of high think school. You, I didn't think you were that young. <laughs> yeah, I was 17 when we recorded the. Uh, Liberty and Justice. Really? But I've been playing with him for six, you know, eight months before we recorded. Wow. I didn't realize that. I thought so, you were older than that. Yeah, so I dropped out of high school, moved to New York, moved in with Vinny Stigma at Mott Street. Everybody has <laughs> lived on yeah, Vinny Stigma. 285 Mott Street, famous address right there. <laughs> and yeah, we, so that was, uh, it was 87, we recorded that. And I was so young that I didn't even think about anything I was playing. I just played it, you know. Just played whatever I felt, you know, and didn't overanalyze anything. And now that I look back, that's like the best approach you can take to music. Yeah. Because when we recorded that album, I think I, I got every song on the first or second take, and that was it. It's so ridiculous. It was like a half a day I recorded everything. I was really? Like, yeah. And then we were like, what? You know, and then change anything man. were you like self-taught yeah it's for you Someone, someone's, someone's drawing their hands <laughs> <laughs> well that's what you this get this is what happens you get sometimes. doing an interview in a bathroom uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> there you go sometimes these things happen man yeah, Listen, no, sometimes I, uh, it's, it's kind of like punk rock and all but a production doesn't always have to be exact and perfect in order for it to be good is that true it's real. That's, That's what's important. Exactly. <laughs> no, I uh, I started playing drums when I was about I don't know eight or nine. My dad was an artist. You just picked it up automatically. Just you just yeah, yeah I drawn just, to it. Yeah, it's like uh, I always loved heavy music when I was a little kid. You know, I just loved mm-hmm. Led Zeppelin, and Black Sabbath, and the drums were the driving force. You know, that's what 
that's what I wanted to play. Yeah. So it was kind of interesting. My, my dad was an artist. He's a painter. Okay. And me and my brother were in his studio, we like we like helped him with a painting. Just you know, just painted some strokes here and there. Mm-hmm. And he sold it. So he gave me and my brother a cut of the money that he made. So I had like 150 bucks when I was like eight years old. Nice. I was walking by a pawn shop. And I was 150 like, bucks eight years old. I know. I was like a millionaire, man. Yeah, it is. So I was walking by this pawn shop and I saw this this drum set, the Rogers drum set in the window for 150 bucks. I'm like. I want that. That's what I'm getting. Nice. That was, yeah, so I started playing drums. I took a couple lessons, you know, just to learn the rudiments. And then after six months, that was it. I just basically got self-taught after that. Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing I, I, that he was that good that young. Because I think about when I was that young. And I was, right now, I'm 43. I sit behind a drum set. I'm, I'm a spaz, man. Yeah, like, like I coordination. I'm a master. At 16, I can hardly play, though. You know? And it, I joined Spud Marshals when I was 19. In '89, Jesus, and uh, you start playing. I started playing on, for real when I was like 15. My dad had guitars around the house, like acoustic guitars, but I just knew like bling, 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 yeah, you know, a couple of yeah chords. At 15 is when I started. Like, I want to, you know, I'm gonna do this. But I joined Spuds at 19, and I sucked at, at that point. You know, it took me like a while to yeah, it takes get years. to be any good. Yeah. You know? So for him to be that good though at 16, 17 years old, it's blows my mind. Yeah, he's like a half a pot. You know, it takes five years probably to get good at something. So I've been playing for a while. The first band I was in, I was 12, called Child Labor. Oh, nice. (laughs) Boy, a rock loves that. Uh, (laughs) He's always always giving a shout out to Child Labor. (laughs) That's hysterical. I still remember some of those songs too. They weren't bad. It was just uh, punk. Yeah. And that was your first band? First ever? band, yeah. And then these guys, I was living in Pittsburgh, these guys, they were college kids, they heard our tape, you know, and then they wanted me to play with them. That was uh, Circus of Death. Played with them for a while, and then we opened up for Gnostic Front, Cro Mags, and whoever came through Pittsburgh. Yeah. And that's when Roger saw me and asked me to join AF. Really? 86, yeah. Huh. That's fucking bugged out, man. And then, and then, yeah. and then you go in and you. You you one take all those songs for the most part. Yeah, one, half two, one or two takes, half a day. I was like, I remember Freddie was with us. He was probably I don't know, ten or something. Yeah, and it was just I had like a, a week and a half yeah. to do nothing because then they all had to record their parts, you know. And I'm like, I'm like, man, this is what recording's about. Like, doing and that's, that's in the time when you had to be good to record something. You couldn't. You know, just you can't fake chop it technology up, yeah. and this and yeah. One of the guy, one of the engineers was a guy Wacko, was a drummer for Raven. Okay. Oh, oh nice. Really? Yeah, I did a record that, with him too. Isn't oh, that yeah. the band where they used to wear hockey equipment? Yeah, yeah. 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 Rules. Okay. Yeah. 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 That guy's a great drummer, you know. Yeah, I did a record with him too. Yeah. The second Spud record, he was the engineer. Was that at Alex? 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 No, no he didn't. It was that studio, but Alex did did do a Wacko thing. But it's some shit. Alex Perry Alice? <laughs> yeah. Why is that familiar? Isn't he did, that, he he did like, like Testament. Like and, and, uh, but did he do like a lot of thrash bands? Like Testament and shit? Like he, he did MOD. Yeah. And, uh, I think he I think did. SOD. Okay. He did SOD. Fucking Alex. Yeah. What's up, Alex? But I was saying, yeah. Wacko was like, yeah, he was a great drummer, right? And then when I was playing the anthem intro, He's like, what the hell was he playing? Like, he tried, he couldn't play it. You know, and this guy's a really tactical, good drummer. I'm like, I don't know what I'm playing. I just played it. Whatever it was. the beginning of Anthem. 
which is awesome. Yeah, oh, it's awesome. Like I, like I said, it's like that was one of. It's funny. That was one of my first. I bought two records. My first two, I guess you could say hardcore, but at that time it was crossover. My first two records I ever bought was Leeway Born to Expire and AF Liberty and Justice. That's a great album. Yeah. Those are my two first records I ever bought. They were on cassette. It was my first two ever. No shit. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, I don't know, 15. I was like, coming out from like being a metalhead, and then I found Leeway, and then... Yeah, it went from there. I, I saw yeah. Leeway at Lemoore's, and then the next day I went to the store and I, I bought both. It took me. Oh. And then he, and the guy was like, he was like, "Yo, you like this stuff?" And he was like, "Yo, you should check this out." And for some reason, I don't know, he gave me Agnostic Front, Liberty and Justice. It took me a minute to warm up to Liberty and Justice. I got to be honest, because Roger, well, voice. his voice, I was like, "Why does he sound like Dracula?" Yo, a Dracula. <laughs> yo, he sounds evil. I think I gravitated towards it more because I was just coming out of listening to like a lot of like. Metal and like thrash yeah, metal and all that yeah. stuff. So it was kind of like an easier transition for me. But then once I did all that, you know, and then and then I wound up going in reverse. Yeah. And I went back to like victim and pain, and then I started yeah. studying my lessons on where all this stuff came from, and then I went forward. Yeah, I think I, Roger I was just trying to do something different. Thing. You know what I mean? It's like it was gonna maybe a reaction to cause for alarm, which was very commercial kind of for them. You know? I didn't think it was commercial. At no, all, it's not commercial. I mean. This, I had those well, records more metal this, and now I'm like, what the hell? Yeah. What, what's he doing? <laughs> yeah, because you know, he... But then after, like, listen to it a thousand times. Oh, it's the greatest. And it's like, you read the lyrics, it's like, it's like you can't even keep up. It's like, what are you what are you doing, Roger? But I love it. It's so crazy. It's it's, it's, it's one of my favorites. Yeah. So then, so then after, I mean, I mean, shit. I mean, you, you, you were on live at CBGB's, obviously. Because there was Liberty and Justice songs on there on the original live CBGBs, and then you recorded one voice, yeah, and then that was it. No, he did the. He was on the other live recording too. The CBGBs. Uh, oh yeah, well, last, last one. Oh yeah, that's right. I was, I'm all over that thing. I was there. That, that was night. a good. Uh, I was there that day. Yeah. Oh, it was great. Yeah, live at CBGBs. Uh, I dropped my sti- stick. I forget what song. To the hi hats, like missing one part. <laughs> something that, that, something that only solid. you probably yeah, noticed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, of course. But it's a solid recorder, yeah. Oh, it's and great. And yeah, one voice. I love those songs too. I love playing those songs live because it's more technical. Yeah. That's when you know Matt Henderson joined the band mm-hmm. a few years before that. He kind of. I think Roger sounded great. The Roger sounded great. Yeah, record, man. I just wish you know the production was a little better. I think the bottom end is kind of flabby. You know, it's not tight as it should be. Yeah, and that kind of. I think it's still good. I think I think Craig. I think Craig mentions that. Yeah. That something something's flat about it with his with his whole thing because when I did the Richie yeah. Richie, Richie was him in Chains episode that's his favorite record of all time yeah. is one voice yeah. and then Craig was just like yeah hey, blah, blah 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 and he said something yeah. about that it's, it's, yeah. it's a production there yeah. because mm-hmm. Craig is very his bass sound is very you know, unique yeah he, he hadn't had that bass that. sound yet yeah. on that record you know, right. he, I don't think he's discovered how you capture yet. it on any recordings yeah but right you're live it's yeah. Uh, one of the heaviest players ever. <laughs> He's great. Oh, ridiculous. He's great. Yeah, because then after that, that last warning, which is really live at CB's part two, right. um, then AF went on that little hiatus. Right. That's and a then, whole story in itself. Oh, that's a whole story in itself. I don't know if I can talk about that. Nah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nah, listen, I get it. I get it. And then, so, so then... They go on a hiatus, but then out of that, I mean, Madball was, I mean, Madball was like a, like a knock around thing for a little while, but, but then Madball was formed, like yeah. legit. 
It was kind of like the yeah. Exodus, you know what I well, mean? Well, it was like, going on simultaneously, actually. Right. The first Madball EP was at 88. Yeah, Ball Destruction. But actually, Craig was supposed to play on bass on that, but he was like 20 minutes late to Dawn Fury Studios, <laughs> so Roger ended up playing the bass part. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Craig. So that's why I say he missed out on Madball, and uh, now... But, but he's done all right, yeah. But he sang backups. Him and Mark Ryan sang backups. On right. The first Madball EP. And then when it was about... I love that one, too, because Vinny Stigma wrote that shit. Yeah, Which one? a great song. On the Ball first Struck. Yeah, Ball Struck. Oh, oh, yeah. I love it. I think it's fucking their best shit, honestly. Yeah? I love his voice play. when he's a little kid. They still play some yeah. of those songs. Yeah, of course. They should play Colossal Man. Yeah, but they should play Colossal Man. Maybe we'll play that. Yeah, Colossal Man? Colossal Man's a skinhead, bro. Why not? It's fitting. It's fitting, man. That would be awesome. Yeah, so we were doing that, kind of on the side. We did one tour in Europe where Madball opened up for Gnostic Front. So we played two sets, essentially. Double duty for Double you. Double duty. And we put on, like, was Roger, that the tour Roger put on, like, a ski mask or something to try and hide himself. Oh, <laughs> really? Is but it was that the tour? I mean, everybody got, knew who we of were. Of uh, Was that the tour you got thrown in jail? No, no. That was, that was the first European tour that AF did. Who got thrown in jail? Roger. Oh, man. Yeah, the first tour was a disaster. Shenanigans yeah, going on? No, just because <laughs> we are... are booking agent there with like this punk rock couple from the Netherlands who were like anarchist squatters they, yeah. they really didn't go through all the proper channels and get, getting back then you get visas and all sorts of stuff yeah so like I don't know maybe a week into the tour we got stopped at the Swiss border and they pulled Roger you know, our passports out and they pulled Roger out and they just arrested him <laughs> like because he had a Cuban passport he right was born in Cuba yeah and he just uh, he just had a green card for many years now he's a citizen but, so they just I don't know Switzerland was like hardcore you know very uh, nationalist then <laughs> yeah and uh, they sent him back to the United States and we had no singer Jesus so we had to finish the tour with our roadie singing oh this, what a shit show yeah and we're playing squats and all these places and it's dude turned like our roadie he had like this mustache and apparently he looked like the leader of this fascist group in Germany. Oh, <laughs> thought we were, like part of that. It was just, it was, it was a nightmare. <laughs> yeah, like, I was like, Good no, times. no, this is not, yeah, it is Our singer had enough problems, problems with that before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. And then, yeah, then we got arrested again on that tour. Same, you know, tour agency had rented this van for us that happened to be stolen <laughs> and returned just but, so happened to yeah. be stolen so we, well but it was returned right but it was still on the hot sheet you know and, and yeah whatever back then there was no eu so it was uh interpol you know, right and we were in east germany this is right after the wall came down maybe a couple of months after the wall came down and it was it was like a lawless place anyhow everybody yeah. was corrupt and they pulled us out of the van at gunpoint and slammed us on the ground. <laughs> wouldn't speak English at all. We didn't know what was going on. Yeah. And they just took us one by one and put us in different cells. And they in held East us for like a couple, a day and a half. In East they, Germany. They tell us what was going on. They, they, they wouldn't speak English. Right. And then they finally found out, oh, okay, the van was was a rental and it was, it was stolen in return. So they finally released us. 
after a couple of days. <laughs> gave us our tour briefcase, minus about three thousand dollars. Of course, and like, of course. And they and on we found out they spoke perfect English when they released us. Like, uh, you want to stay or you want to go? And, oh, really? Uh, so that was a disaster tour. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> it, it got better after that. God, sorry, so, so you were on Set It Off, you were on Demonstrate My Style. Yeah. And then... That's it. And that was it, yeah. That was it, yeah. Right. And then... That, that Two was classics, though, I love those albums. They're absolutely I was actually classics. listening to Dem- Demonstrate My Style the other day. I was like, wow, it's a really good song. Man. Yeah, man. It's... it's, it's yeah. Their production was better than Set It Off, I think. It was a little more dry. But it's it's yeah. fucking great, though. Both records are amazing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. that was a surprise for us too. I remember the first show we played in Europe when Set It Off came out. It was like this festival, one of those indoor festival things. It's maybe three thousand people. Mm-hmm. Album just came out, and before we played like fifty people, you know. Or actually, we'd never done a full tour as Madballs. It was the first time playing, and we played like the intro to Set It Off, you know. Yeah, and then the whole audience. I mean, every single person was. We don't fake it. We just take and it. And everyone just went bananas. It's like thousands of people were like, whoa. And by the way, that's Will saying that on the record. Is it? Yeah. We don't fake it. We just take it. Really? <laughs> See that? I'm learning shit, too. I thought I knew my shit. But I was like shocked, man. My legs were like jello. This is the first time I was nervous playing anything. It's weird. Huh. But it was great. It was amazing. The response to that album. Yeah, it really did set it off, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, it went nuts. So. Yeah, it's and those guys are going strong, man. Their last album is great, man. It's like, dude, I mean, how long? They're probably, I mean, bigger than ever now, right? Yeah. yeah. They're so consistent. They, consistent. They just, you know, they stay true, man. They, they, they break their home. ass, man. That shit, yeah. that shit doesn't come without hard work. Yeah. And, I mean, yeah. come on, man. People have families and all that stuff. You're not home. You get. Yeah. It's not easy, man. Yeah, not at all. No. It's, a, it's a it's a tough life. It's, it's a it's a hard life. It's a hard life. Yeah, definitely. It's fucking bananas. How about how about you? How about you, Scotty Roberts? What about me? <laughs> <laughs> the spuds did okay in Europe. Yeah, we did great in Europe. Yeah, here no. <laughs> what's your, what's your like little whole deal? You had the spud monsters. How long was that going on for? That band started in I think '86 as just some. Friends, get, you know, getting together to have a joke band, you know what I mean? Yeah. And at that point, it was called Joe Gizmo and the Spud Monsters, right? <laughs> Joe Gizmo. Yeah. The, right. the singer, Roger, his nickname was Joe Gizmo because he fucked around with, you know, electronics, just. That's what I was like, Joe things, Gizmo. You know, <laughs> you know like the, the rabbit ear thing with the, the electricity. <laughs> yes, of course. That, like that kind of shit. It's like the inventor. So they call like, two antennas with the electric <laughs> thing going across. And them. The, yeah, so that was his nickname, and then the Spud Monster thing was just like a, you know, a couch potato was a saying at the time, right? So you take play on that. Uh huh. So they, you know, the the guitar player Chris had a record store in Cleveland. Okay. And he was kind of connected in the whole scene. He'd been in a punk band before that. So the band was just getting on every show coming through Slayer. You know, not fraud, suicide tendencies, everything. First, first show the band ever played actually was opening for the Plasmatics. Really? <laughs> yes. So, what was that? The band when, was when doing the real, you know, Yeah. At some point, they realized too, I think that Joe wasn't quite, you know, 
couldn't quite handle it or whatever. Right. So we got rid of him, we got another guy. But the band was doing really well in Cleveland. It was like the biggest band in Cleveland. Right. But no, but you know. Right. But Is that where you're originally from? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so then, you know, what people know as the band is kind of the last incarnation of it because Don, the singer, was the third singer. I think I was probably, I don't know, either second or third. I think, uh, yeah, third rhythm guitar player. Okay. That bass player was the probably third bass player. I mean, there's oh, a second, second drummer, you know. But at that point is where it became what, you know, people know it, man, right? So 89 right. is me, when me and Foos joined. And then uh, the bass player we had before the guy, that Steve, that everybody knows, his name was Joe. He quit. I'm not sure why he quit, but then he joined this metal band called Ritual. And they got signed by this German label. And they asked them, you know, they didn't know any other bands who, you know, help. And they're like, well, you got to check out Spud Monsters. They're the biggest band in Cleveland. And, so, and then yeah. that's how we got signed to this German label. Nice. And then... Really, what happened for us over there is that uh, a booking agent owed they they were supposed to put one of their bands on a tour and it didn't happen or something, so they owed him a favor. And then they had this biohazard tour, so we got put on this biohazard tour as this favor they owed. Enter bio. And, and, uh, and that's what blew us up, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. It was uh, '93. Yeah, oh, so that was that peak, man. Yeah, it was Urban Discipline. Urban, yeah. Beginning of their peak. Urban Discipline. Yeah. And they were blowing the fuck up yeah. at oh, this point. Oh, yeah. And, you know, we rode the wave there for a minute. And of course. It really... It was kind of funny, too, because nobody knew us at all. We're going on when not many people are there, and as we're playing, more and more people are coming in. And at first, they're just kind of standing around, but then at the end... They, they're going off and stuff. That's good. And then Clutch played second. The first time they had ever been here. It was you then. And then Clutch? Clutch was like, boo. Like, nobody liked him. <laughs> yeah. They didn't get it. Well, that's all. weird. I'm and then Biohazard was like, the explosion. Oh, yeah. It was fucking great. Yeah. Phenomenal. Playing back then, too, was amazing because everybody was young and full yeah, of energy. Yeah, you know? man. <laughs> Those are the greatest times, yeah, man. I think now you throw your back out. <laughs> you throw your back out. You can't stay out late. Into your mess. I know. I'm the same way, man. Like, I think about it. I speak about it a lot. Like, you know, when we used to, like, go out, like... Like, I used to go to the limelight Sunday nights, rock and roll church all the time. We wouldn't leave Brooklyn until like 11 o'clock at night. Yeah. On a Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you walk into the club at midnight and you're coming home on the train at 7 in the morning with all the rush hour friggin' traffic, people going to work on Monday. Yeah. Like, I can't even think about that. Wonderful doing feeling. <laughs> right. Back then, but you were yeah, able to do it. I know. We did it every weekend. Though. Every weekend. Yeah, I would go right from the limelight, and that's what yeah. I used to do. And trip out and all that stuff. I used to walk right into work from the line like do a whole shift at work right. and then go home take a power nap and then start all over again right. like forget it <laughs> yeah. now I gotta be in bed by 11 now I gotta be in bed if if, 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 if I fall asleep for like 20 minutes and then I wake up then I'm sh- then I can't fall back to sleep the whole night then I'm shot the whole next day like I'm all fucked up me too yeah, yeah it's, a, it's, a, it's a shit show <laughs> Getting old, getting old. Yeah, yeah. I still do. I still do a lot of shit that I did when I was like sixteen, though. Yeah, young at heart, you know. Yeah, we're, we're, we're you know still doing it, man. Mm-hmm. You know? Listen, I mean, we got real jobs, but this is right. You know, yeah. It's a great band. I mean, I'm 
really excited for this album to come out. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure a lot of people are. I mean, there's 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 already a buzz. I mean, Drew Stone did the video right with Jeff from Race vs. Propaganda. Yeah, great. Which is awesome. I saw some of those some of those stills and stuff like that. So before we get into all that. You were touring with Biohazard, mm-hmm. and then that kind of blew you up. Right. And then... And then we did a couple more really good tours. We did a, we did a tour with MOD, which was kind of their, in Europe. With their, it might have, might have been their first time there, but in some sense, I think we had a bigger buzz going that, that, than them at the time. They kind of capitalized on us a little bit, I think. All right. And then the third tour we did was with, was the first time Propane went there. And also the first tour with Life Agony. Life Agony was actually going on first on most of them. Right. So, I think this was what, 93, 94? 90, beginning of 94. Yeah, so River Runs Red had just pretty much dropped. Yeah, but those guys had videos on MTV. I guess we did too, but they, I mean, they were getting really pushed by a much better label than we Well, had. they were on Roadrunner. Roadrunner, yeah. But, I mean, it was it was bananas at that time. Yeah. I'm sure. Uh, later on, though, you know, we made some bad decisions with management and booking agents and shit like that. And, you know, fucked it up. Right. <laughs> yeah, well, it happens. <laughs> and then it started becoming, you know, trying to be a job kind of thing. Um, Once, yeah. And that ruined it, you know. Of course. In the beginning, it was fun, about having fun. It's supposed we to be like, We started out being a party yeah. kind of thing. It's supposed and to have the fun. End, people are, are thinking we're a, a Christian band because Don became a Christian and we're all, the rest of us are like, we don't give a fuck about this shit. We're, you know, <laughs> we're not a That's Christian. That's where we're going to play and have fun. <laughs> yeah, that was about the time I dropped out of Mad Ball. Yeah. It was just like 10 years of you know, touring and I was like sleeping in a bus with a band, you know. Yeah, enough at that point. You know? Yeah, that's uh, why it's crazy. Like you uh, think about it, like like AF to those to this day, sick of it all. Like Madball, it's like uh, I'm sure that they're not really driving around in a friggin' wrecked up van nah, all the things, time. Yeah, things are a little better. Things are a little better, <laughs> but but things aren't always Mad comfortable. Madball still is in a splinter van in Europe, man. Yeah, I mean, that's not comfortable at all. I mean, I'm in agony. In yeah. yeah. You're in agony. I'm in agony. But if you were 16, you'd be in agony. I got bad knees, bro. All right. That shit killed me. <laughs> so then after the Spud Monsters fizzles out, what do you wind up doing? Well, I, um, we could breeze through it. You don't have to get to... I mean, well, I think what happened... I'm not in no rush, man, so... What no, we did, we did a tour in the States with the Cro-Mags. Okay. Uh, that's what actually got Don into being a Krishna, right? Okay. But then I started talking to John about doing a new band. Okay. John Joseph. Yeah. And then, I don't know, I was just getting frustrated that the, the Spud Monsters just didn't seem to be going anywhere. And I felt like I, I did the best I could do with the last record with the band. Okay. And uh, I needed to move on, you know. And this whole time, John's telling me, man, Hawk was dead, man. Gotta move on. Gotta do something. No, gotta do something. No. But that really got, you know, into my head, like, all right, I gotta, if I want to be a, like, real, do this for a living, because I'm tired of working these shitty jobs and hating my life. Yeah. I want to do something I like, right? Sure. So I thought, I meant, I gotta be a musician, so then I tried to do, me and him tried to do a few projects, it just didn't work out too much, because... You know, the people he's picking are all over the place, you know, not really. You gotta yeah. have dedication to make stuff work. You know, Absolutely. You get too much shit going on. Nothing's gonna happen. So then, 
me and him started, me and Will started playing the guy when he did this band. And, uh, Among Thieves. Among Thieves. Right. Which was me trying to move on, stretch myself, and, you know. I still am, but I was really into Faith No More, you know? Right. And I wanted, I like melody, you know? And I wanted to do something more, you know, that had mellow parts and all stuff like that. You know, not just fucking passion all the time. Yeah. I, I was tired of being on the road, too, and just sitting backstage here. You know what I mean? Sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, absolutely. You need a break. Since we're going chronologically... Right before that, yeah, I was out of music for a couple of years, and then Roger called me. It's like, hey, can you go on tour next week? <laughs> next week. Yeah. Uh, gotta go. Or, or, something's got to give. Reckon. Yeah. Was it was just a, it was just released, and Jimmy Coletti got shot in a robbery. Oh yeah, these, like can you that's uh, right. these songs and go on tour next week. <laughs> like, yeah, I haven't played in a couple of years, but sure, why not? And you learn them in a couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah, like one week, and I'm on an airplane, like you know, air drumming on the way to Europe. Yeah. <laughs> First show was like the Dynamo, I think, with forty thousand people. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> But it was fun because it was just Stigma was the only guitarist, you know, and it was Rob Kabul on bass. Yeah. So it was like me playing with the somewhat original lineup. Sure. And it, was, it was a lot of fun. And then I came back and yeah, that's when I talked to Scott. He was like, hey, I'm thinking about doing this, you know, this other project. And that's when he did Among Thieves. Yeah. It yeah. very long. He had a couple songs. No. But that was, it didn't go anywhere. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I kind of, I think back that it was like kind of a mistake to like go away from I guess the genres that I should be doing and the subcultures that I should be involved with. But right. I also think that I learned a lot, like about songwriting and shit. Yeah. And, uh, so you, I don't know, you, you, you took something away from it. Yeah. You know what everything I mean? I've done. Where I think it was a mistake. Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean. Everything I've done has led up to this point. I guess. Right. Yeah, I guess so. That's what they say. Yeah. Uh, so I take mistakes. chances. Yeah. You, know? you do. You have to always take risks. Yeah. It's like whatever. So when when so when did you so when did when was that time frame like what so this is like these about this is uh, I'm I moved to New York in '98 so that's when we started doing so around '98 '99 ish yeah '98 is when I got back from tour with yeah they, uh, and then we started we started there. doing it uh, through 2000 then in 2002 like he left because his you know it wasn't going nowhere. Yeah, we, he, we like his wife that. got pregnant, so he's like, I'm, you know, I'm gonna focus on family. Focus yeah. on family. So Danny, we got Danny. She I, I thought that wasn't was gonna be a career. And, you know, <laughs> we got, I gotta focus on, yeah, making money and supporting yeah, and, the family. And, 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 uh, you have a child. Like, uh, that was yeah. another another problem. Uh, yeah. We were looking at this thing like it's about business, and we want to hold out for to make them money. Uh, and all that stuff. Uh-huh. That's the wrong attitude to have. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and that's something I learned the, the hard way. You uh-huh. know? And that's not what we're doing at all. It's the exact opposite. (laughs) Yeah. But, uh, so, he left, and then we got Danny Schuler Schuler to play in the band. And that's why I got into Biohazard, because they had a tour coming up in Europe, and their guitar player had some health problems. Bobby? No. uh, 
Carmine. Oh. Okay. He's, I mean, he was one in the long list of guys after Bobby. Right? Yeah, I was the last guy to be in Bobby's shoes, right? But and then you you basically took up Evan's spot. There was one show, two shows, two shows where I played in Billy's spot too. Actually, really? Yeah. Okay. I'm not anything but drums. I can't, I can't play drums. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We're all learning something here. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, uh, so this guy couldn't do the, the tour, so I went, I'm like, yeah, I'll do it. You know? And it was a great tour, and like a few days into it, Evan's like begging me to join the band. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know, man, because I just thought they were kind of over at that point, because right. they, they lost their way. Like, in my opinion, yeah, they're jumping on bandwagons all over the place and not being like they made great right that's my opinion right people are probably gonna get mad at me for saying that but that's my opinion right and I was like I don't really wanna do this if you guys aren't gonna be like I don't wanna be in a, a rap metal band or whatever you know right and you know I tried to steer him more back to a hardcore thing the whole right. time I was in there. and actually besides the original four guys that you know on the, on the first couple records I was in a band longer than anybody else I was in a band a total of like seven years playing Where guitar right. and, and bass and singing okay but this is before before all this you did the Blood Clot record no no Blood Clot was after my life. Blood Clot Blood, Burn so, Babylon Burn came out in what like oh six I don't know. I can't remember. Seven, something like seven, that. It was six or seven, something like that. There. Love that record, by the way. Thank Go you. on. So what that came about because it was very obvious that the band was Biohazard was going to break up. We're on tour, and Evan just didn't give a shit at all. He wanted to be a porno star, an actor, and all this stuff like that. And he kept saying, well, "We should, we should do like Life Aggie did, and break up for five years, and we'll come back with you know." Yeah, like okay, <laughs> whatever. But I felt like really when I got into it, like wow, these guys don't give a fucking shit about this at all. Like, right. And it was really a bummer at that time, honestly. Yeah. But uh, so I remember being in a hotel bar in uh, London, talking with Danny about, all right, when we get home, we're gonna start a new band, and we're gonna we're gonna get Craig to play bass, John Joseph to sing, and. Matt Henderson played guitar and actually we had that we rehearsed once or twice maybe really but that was the original th- lineup of it <clears throat> then Matt right away said you know I don't think I want to play music anymore and he ended up moving to California and stuff and right. so he's like I, you know I'm worried about money you know. yeah you know this is the time people are growing up and have to move on <laughs> oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah I got it so he dropped out right away. And then Craig, he didn't work out because he was always busy. He was sick of it all. Sure. So then we got, you know. He missed on another one. That's <laughs> yeah, three. Yeah. Yeah. Three. yeah. yeah. Well, he's in sick of it all. He's a part-time crime man. Yeah, that's true. Right. You're yeah, a big yeah, fan yeah, of that record. For it. To me, it's too metal, though. And for my, for me personally, I'm not really a metal dude, you know. Right. And, uh, but that was John. Like, I can't be hardcore. Can't be <laughs> you know, so I'm trying to be as metal as shit. You know, you know hate breeds huge at that time. 
But that's not really me. Uh, you know, like it's too metal for me. What that burn Babylon burn record is too metal too for you? Too metal for me. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, All I that gunk kind of shit. Oh, I love it. Yeah, that's cool. It's so good. Uh, I, you know, I. But this groove to it, Danny on yeah, this yeah, groove, yeah. you can shake your ass yeah, to that yeah. record, bro. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, it could have been more, but the people weren't willing to uh, suffer enough to make it happen. Right. Because when you start a new band, it doesn't matter really who you were. Right. Unless you know, you're fucking you know, Keith Richards or some shit. You know? Right. Somebody from our little scenes. It doesn't really matter that much. You'll get people's interest a little, but it don't mean you're automatically going to do something. Right. Sure. Popular or whatever. Yeah, it could work against you too. You gotta, People you gotta go out and they, they, could, they suck something comparing. else, and then they turn on you. <laughs> yeah, they suck comparing. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, you gotta be willing to eat shit for a while. Yeah, and hopefully at some point you'll right. start. You just gotta be comfortable with doing what you're doing. I think you know, enjoy what you're playing. But, you know, that's a part into it. Then, then it doesn't matter if you make money or not. You know, the problem is that people are are trying to. You know, make a living. Yeah, something. Yeah, then they've, you're you're bound and to sort of you conform in certain ways to try and make that happen. But you know, going out and on tour and paying to play and stuff. You know, yeah. you can't. Yeah, it's hard to survive. Yeah, <laughs> it's just out of control. Yeah. that's why we're just doing like little bits and pieces because well, we yeah. have to work. And of course, we'll man. Do you guys maybe two weeks at a time. And right. Uh, so now let's get back to biohazard. Okay. So. You joined Biohazard. The first time you're talking or the second? <laughs> oh, Jesus, I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> you talking when I'm playing guitar or first singing? Time I'm bass. I'm, I'm well, Bobby. Well, 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 well let, let's, let's jump to when you took Evan's role. Okay. So, for, so from that point until you left the band. So, well, I mean, Blood Club broke up. Right. I'd had enough, too. But, but I took a couple of years off from playing music. I had to get my life straightened out and figure out what I was going to do to make a living. Because you know? it wasn't working with me. You know? It wasn't right. going to happen. I can't rely on all these other people. You know, it's just... No. It, music is a shitty way to make a living. Right. Everybody else has got their hands on the money before you. Of course. And like I said before, like when it becomes a business, then it ruins it. Like, it takes... The fun out of it. Now you're yeah. thinking, though, we got everything's got about how we're going to work. Sure, that's my opinion. Whatever. But I think it's, it's, I mean, that's pretty. But uh, you know, I get that. So then I got my shit straight now, and then uh, uh, I get a call from Danny. Look. Uh, well, first they wanted me to go on the road and tech for him because Bobby Hamill was, hadn't played in forever and he was like kind of a mess. Obviously, all his gear was just broken and disaster. Really? So they wanted me to come help him get his gear all together and stuff. So I did that. And his gear was a mess. Yeah, it always, always it broken shit all the time. Both him and Billy, they were a disaster. Yeah, they would show up. They would show up to the shows. It was ridiculous. We played as massive festivals. They wouldn't touch their shit since the last time we played. And it was broken the last time we played. You think you could hear us? Yeah, they could hear us, but they're annoying in the background, people. No, I mean, the shit would be broken last time. They'd go home and not touch it and fly back to the next big festival without rehearsing. Yeah. And the shit's broken. 
Of course it is. Of and course I'm freaking it is. out. Why is my shit broken? These guys are a mess. It took me a long time to get it. Yeah, you need it. shit. So you need patience to deal with oh them? Oh, my God. <laughs> Like you think, Biohazard is a big band. It's a real band. It was, they were a fucking mess, man. That's great. That's but, okay, so I get a, I get a, yeah. You know, I did that, and I didn't really like it too much. And then uh, I get a call from Danny. Look, we got this New England Metal Festival or something like that. Uh, and Evan won't tell us if he's going to play it or not. And then won't tell them if he's going to He doesn't, he, we don't know if he's going to show up or not. Well, was he doing Oz at that point? Or was that afterwards? I think he was doing porno. Oh, okay. This is like after they they, they did a, a reunion tour and all that stuff. Right. right. Uh, he goes, can you, can you, do, can you put the fill in for me? And it's like two weeks away. I'm like, no. <laughs> I'm like, this is on the, it's not the same on bass and guitar, you know. I don't know them on the bass parts. And I don't know the lyrics. Like, I had the lyrics in my head wrong for 20 years. You know? Oh, really? <laughs> That's awesome. I'm like, no, there's no way. And I, I got to work out, you know. Yeah, you got to learn all of Evan's lyrics. So at that point, I was like, well, maybe I should start learning this stuff because this is probably going to happen again. Right. Sure enough, they said, all right, we don't think Evan's going to show up for this thing or whatever. There's a, a big uh, festival in England downloaded. Okay. And then he ended up quitting the band before that happened, so then I learned the shit. I mean, then I had, I still didn't have much time to really get it together, but... But you got your shit together and you made yeah, it happen. It was awkward, you know, of course. first few times. Uh, it was definitely weird, like, not knowing if people would accept it. You know? It's hard course. to replace uh, a singer. Dude. Sure. Yeah. And it hasn't worked many times in history, you know, like, Brian Maiden got away with it. And, you know, DC, DC. Yeah. Once. Once. Uh, <laughs> once. That's it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but usually it doesn't work. Right. Uh, but you know, we started. I think it would be I think it would be harder to replace Billy, in my opinion. I like Billy's stuff better than Evan's stuff. I hear you. I do. But the thing is, even much though, better. Even, even though, though I love, even though it's not the truth, people think Evan is the band because he's the guy in the middle. Yeah. And really, oh, absolutely. Not. In my not experience, the front man. Yeah, in my experience in the band, quite a bit of time with him, is that he really didn't do shit. I. It, when I was in the band with him, I never once rehearsed with him, ever. He just showed up to the shows, played, and it was out. Like, he didn't get really, was not involved in the band. Right. He made a record. Right. He just showed up and sang. That was, I played the bass parts on him. Billy played the bass parts, you know? And really? There a lot of records, I think, that he didn't play. Really? Stuff. I'm not, I, I, I shouldn't say that. I'm, I'm speculating, but right. I think so. Okay. But he would the time I'm involved in it, and anyways, he was barely there. You know? Right. But everybody thinks since he's the guy in the middle that he's the he's the guy that's the whole thing. You know? Right. Really, it was Danny. Right. Danny's okay. the guy that kept it all together. He was really, as far as the whole thing, was writing songs, making shit happen. The other guys were just kind of they go home and disappear. Wouldn't talk to each other. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was probably after like the first three records, right? After like because everyone had already heard the Danny episode at this point. Like he was he was saying that 
so something was lost right after right after State of the World Address. Something was lost there because they toured like crazy. They came back and fell apart with Bobby. Then they had to go right back in the studio on the contract with Warner Brothers to make Martha lay out. And then from that point on, it was something different because they broke those the beginning formative years. They broke their ass to become what they became, and then everything started to become a mishmash and fucked up. Yeah. So so kind of makes sense. Yeah. Uh, that's what I saw. I, I couldn't believe it. I thought, hey, I got a real band now. And, but, yeah. and I'm like, whoa. Yeah, what's going on? Here? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it was that way the whole time, man, honestly. I mean, I don't mean to talk shit about anybody, but they just, in my my point of view, they didn't really give a fuck, man. Right. Well, I don't and think it's it talking it was, shit. It's your experience. I don't think it's talking shit. It was, really, it was really like, you know... Disheartening or whatever, you know. I, mean, I, yeah. I don't know the word, but it was a bummer for me. Yeah, I'm sure. The second time, though, when I started playing bass and singing, it was like a renewed energy and vibe there for a, the first year or two, anyways. Yeah. And you know, people were having fun again and stuff. And it was pretty cool. Yeah. And we were on a mission at this point. Yeah. I saw at you guys two nights in a row with you with you on bass. Mm-hmm. Staten Island and then this is hardcore. Staten Island? Yeah, yeah you Staten played the little Staten Island show and then no, the very... I didn't play it. Yeah, you were, you were... The, no, it wasn't Evan. It was you. And then the very next day you guys played this is hardcore in Philly. I have, oh, a, really? I have a Everybody huge, always oh, forgets yeah. that. I, I know I was there. I have a huge picture with like 15 of us all outside the club. That's right. I forgot about that. That yeah. little, oh yeah, that was, that was cool. That little tiny little. It was little, hot and fucking It was shit. great though. It was yeah. so good. It was like, it felt what like that. was that? It was like I was, making, I was making them play all the old shit. Like, you watch yeah. This Is Hardcore and yeah. and Black and Blue Bowl. Yeah. We only played the first two records. I was like, these guys don't want to hear all this metal bullshit. No. Metal rap. No. People want to hear first and second record and maybe one. One or two songs off State of the World Address. After that, no one really wants to hear it. Maybe in Europe it's different. I know that it's different. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they had some hits over there with other stuff, but me, I'm not really into it. People here want to hear Wrong Side of the Tracks and Howard Beach. Yeah. And Shades of Grey. Yeah, it's like that with every band. I mean, Agnostic Front still victim of pain, you know what I mean? They're still playing all those songs. Oh, of course. Yeah, but God, I gotta go is the biggest song they ever had. Right. Yeah. Yeah, but me personally, I don't like playing songs that I'm not into, and I gotta jump around and shit and act like I'm into it. I feel like a phony, so I, I was like, I'm not playing this shit. From Billy was pushing to play stuff from uh, Montaleo, and I hate that. Bro. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a big fan. There's a I, few I, good songs, but I'm not. Really, I'm not a I, big fan. I, to me, it ruined the band. And like, I listen to it like, what the fuck? Yeah, I hate it. You could tell that there's something different about the band. I mean, the album before State of the World Address, and then you have that. It's like, what happened? Danny yeah. says to Bobby's gone. Is Danny, what happened. Danny said to me, "Thank you." It used to be him and Bobby against yep. Billy and Evan. Yeah. So they had this going on, battling each other. When Bobby left, now he's fighting them by himself, and he's losing on everything. Right. You know what I mean? Okay. I'm probably putting out too much information right now. <laughs> so, so what led what but, led to you, know, you? You left. You you quit the band. Okay. Well, I mean, uh, I wasn't getting along with one person, which I won't name any names now. Okay. I don't want to get too. Crazy about this. Okay. I just I wouldn't get along with one, one guy, okay. and uh, I wasn't having fun anymore. Right. And I quit on the road actually, and then I was like, all right, I'll finish these, I'll finish the shows we have, and then I'm done. Right. But then 
I like playing the shows, but I wasn't having fun and being in the bands with this guy. So, but it wasn't just personal. It was about the musical direction. The other thing was, I knew this was coming. There's another guy who had been writing songs. And just writing, here you go, here's a song, here's another song, here's a song. Without going, hey, what do you guys think of this song? Kind of thing. Yeah. And I'm listening to these songs, and I go, I don't like them. And I don't want to do them. Right. And I talked to these guys, and said, look, if I write something, and you don't like it, tell me. I'll get rid of it, I'll change it, I'll do whatever. It's just songs, it's just riffs and words and whatever. Yeah. There's, there'll be more. Right? Sure. But I don't want to do anything that I'm not into. Right. right. There's got to be some sort of compromise now. Yeah, I guess, but I think, everybody should be, I think everybody should be into it. So sure. if you're not into it, then we got to get through it. we got to get to where everybody's into it. Exactly. That's my opinion of it. You know? It makes sense to me. But those guys don't think that way. You okay. know they, this is my thing, this is my thing kind of shit, you know what I mean? And, you know, me and Danny had been working in other bands, and we had a little rep- repertoire going. And me and him have been working on some songs that I, I think were really fucking hard. Yeah, more hardcore rooted, you know? Not rap metal shit, you know what yeah. I mean? Danny, Danny, I said, think, Danny said that the, the album that was was supposed to be the next Biohazard record, he said, he, he said on, the, on the episode, he said that it, he thinks that it would have been an amazing record. Yeah, yeah, I, heard I, think really did, really I think good. it really did. I think it really did well. But then this other guy is pushing on me to do these songs that I don't want to do. And I told him, look, I made a couple of records in my life that I'm embarrassed about. And right. One of them was a violence record. I don't want to do that again. Dude. Which record were you on again? Uh, uh, means means to, to an End. end. I was and that, say that. That, that was a whole other story. The band was breaking up at the time, and it was just like nobody was into it. It was just kind of taking money and go kind of thing. Yeah. Know? But I'm like, look, man, the only reason for me to do this at this point in my life is to have fun and enjoy myself and to make music that I'm proud of and want to listen to sure. the rest of my life. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So if either of those things ain't happening, then what? why am I doing it? All right. Right? There's yeah. no reason for me. I'm not here to do it to make a living and shit. All right. You know? Yeah. I'm, I'm losing money, honestly. All right. You know? I have a good job. I make a lot of money at work. Uh-huh. And I'm fine with not, without going out and playing shows and losing money. All right. As long as I'm enjoying myself. Sure. Right? Yeah. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's all about having fun, man. Yeah, that's I mean, definitely I mean, the approach I mean, you really that we're have taking to, now. Yeah. You really just have to have fun with shit, man. Yeah. You know? So, okay. uh, yeah, I mean, no. so at that point, when I realized that the record isn't going to be what I think it should be, I was just like, I'm going to let it, you know. Yeah. I'd had enough. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of shit going on here that I'm leaving out. I, I'm, I don't sure, wanna, I'm sure. I don't want to. I don't want to like you know be an I, asshole. I get it. Public. Listen, I get it. But I just had enough. So that goes back to now. He calls me right afterwards. Back to Will Shepler. Back to Will yeah. Shepler. Power trio. Drum machine. <laughs> and then you know, like I said, I was me and Danny were thinking about just we're gonna get another couple of guys and do the record, the violin record. Which, you know, as another band. But then I started writing this stuff and with him, I'm getting excited about it. Like, this is something I can do and do my own thing. You yeah. Know what I mean? And do what I want to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because, you know, I think that record would have been really good, but it's still, 
going screaming my head off like kind of stuff yeah. isn't comfortable to me yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean it just hurts and it's not really that fun uh-huh. I, I like being on stage and having people go berserk. He said it hurts. Words. It hurts, man. <laughs> I know. It's hard, dude. That's what I was saying. I can't play a million miles an hour every song. Right. You know, it's like... But I'm into melody and stuff. I listen to tons of oil, reggae. And, and starting to write the song, it's like, yeah, I can really sing here. I don't have to just scream my head off. Right. And it's way more exciting to me to do that. And I think... I've finally done something that doesn't sound like anybody else. It doesn't sound like my opinion. opinion. Yeah, I mean, and yes, it's enjoyable to play for me. You know, it's more musical, you know. And this is the first record, too, that I've ever written all the lyrics and all the melodies and stuff. You know, I've I've written written music on tons of music. And some some songs I'd write the lyrics because the singer wasn't coming up with something good or whatever, you know. Yeah. But... You know, this I guess this record wouldn't have happened without Danny Schuler either because he really, you know, pushed me to be a better singer and better at you know, writing vocals to be getting more yeah. serious about it, you know. Working with him definitely helped me a lot. You know. I definitely got a lot out of working with Danny. Yeah. Also with recording too. Yeah, I learned yeah. a shitload of it. He's a good drums. dude that Danny Shuler. Yeah, yeah, I love that guy. He is. Uh, but I forgot where I was going with this now. So then we started playing. Oh, yeah. And Craig just never had time. So it's basically just me and Scott, like, yeah. practicing. And then I moved back to Florida. And so I put a damper on it for a while. Man, sure. But he would send me, you know, guitar parts. And then I would play. Like drop I would, I would record, each other. And I would, I would just record drums and email them back to him. And he'd put it together. So we, that's kind of how I wrote the album. I mean, he wrote all the music. And I'd write the drum parts, send it back. He'd say, yeah, I don't know about this. Or I like that. And, yeah. Right. And then I'd sing vocals over it and come yeah. up and write the song like that. You know? So a lot of the songs, I was just playing to the guitar and I didn't even know what the vocals were going to sound like I didn't know what the vocals were going to sound like either I had something in my head but I have to see that's what's the good thing about it yeah yeah it was a fluid process it was was kind of cool how it all came together and then when I was up in New York we just recorded a couple sessions here and there the good thing the really took time yeah we took the time which was smart which was which was good but I didn't force anything I just it just happened like it just kind of came out of nowhere you know what I mean yeah. It wasn't like I sat down and go, okay, I need to write a song. It just happened whenever yeah. I wanted to, which I think is the best way to do it for me. Something pop in your head, you like jot it down. Then be another thing, like with Biohazard, they say, all right, we're going to, these guys are going to fly out this weekend, this day, we're going we're gonna to get together and write songs. I'm like, okay. And then I go there, sit there, and not be inspired at all. Well, Billy's on his phone and Bobby's playing with his amp on 11. <laughs> <You know>? Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, this, uh, I don't work that way. Right. It just happens when it wants to. I can't say it's going to happen. Yeah. Here, you know. I, I'm yeah, not that like, We need to write one metal song. We need to write yeah. one hardcore song. And we need a boy song. Yeah, uh, it's too rigid yeah. and scheduled. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah I'm not let it flow. I'm yeah. not a guy that gets in a room and change stuff. It's just, no. No. Get an idea when I'm on the toilet or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Scott Robbins doesn't like to jam. I'm not All right. Jamming. You come up with lyrics on the shit. Right. Take a shower listen, or something. Yeah, yeah. listen, whatever it happens. Where did you guys come up with the name The Take? What is it? What is that about? That's him. Will? I just came up with it. Take. It's, 
Uh, nah, you saw a movie. Right? Oh yeah, oh there was an old, there was a series yeah, to take. Okay. With uh, what's his name? It was a British series, but I just thought it was a cool name. You know, it means a lot of different things. But you know, basically enterprising. You know, your your, your collection of you know. Uh, or your uh, profits from, you know, criminal enterprise. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> listen. Split yeah. it up. And, uh, He's like, yeah, sir, that's a hard name. I'm like, I don't, I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't sound that good. And he goes, no, that's a hard name. That's a skinhead name. I'm like, yeah, he's right. It is. It is. <laughs> he's not wrong. Oh, yeah. That's it. That's it. Man, we came up with a hundred freaking names. Yeah, lists, like, you lists, look, hundreds of names. You look at them. On, you search for it online There's 13 other bands For that name yeah, It's so hard To come up with a name Yeah And there was actually a, a band in Australia Called The Take That was some kind of uh, I don't know Like a Pop band or something I don't know Yeah there was Are they even there was a, Are they even They've been done For like 10 years Oh so like it's, it's, yeah, I talked happened. to like yeah. Skinhead friends In Australia About the band They're like Dang Nobody's gonna mix you two up Anyways Right We were surprised yeah. Nobody had that name I know that you decipher it with the take NYC like online and stuff like well, that. The, the only reason, well, there, the only reason I did that is there's there's a uh, there's a cover band in like Connecticut or something, or something. Yeah. somewhere up uh, New England or something that had that. So when oh, I went, that, to, when I went to their do, cover band, you yeah, don't count. Yeah, it's not a real band. No, I doubt they're like have it registered or something. Yeah, no, I, no, I don't care about them. Like nobody's gonna get them mixed up with us either. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but so when I went to do the like the username or whatever on on Facebook, it was already taken by those guys. So he's like, just put NYC on. It. Oh, all right, right, yeah. Well, <laughs> it makes sense. Yeah. It's true. Yeah, when in doubt, just slap NYC or <laughs> NYHC on yeah. it, and you'll 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 get yeah. it. So I guess if there is another band somewhere, they won't get nah, the no, NYC and but the yeah, band name is really the tape. The NYC is just whatever. Yeah, good shit. Well, you had you had Luke Holler on a, on a track. He actually sang backups. Him and Jason Carter from Sheer Terror. Hey. They, they came in and uh, us and them did the backups on the whole record. Yeah, nice. yeah that was cool. Oh, yeah. While we were recording, um, Frank Too Far, the governor, says, "What's up? He's at work. He wish awesome. he was." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's up, Frank? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so. Uh, so, as far as shows coming up, yeah. what's the deal? Sunday, Murphy's Law, Murphy's Law, St. Patrick's Day. By the time this comes out, it's probably done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I don't know. We're just kind of, you know, the record's not coming out till June, so, I mean, how much can we really do until people know what the band is really about? Right. Yeah. So, I don't know. You know, it's not like we're pushing it too hard. We're just, things have been coming to us, so we're taking it. Yeah. We'll see what happens. I think next year will probably be better for us when people really know. Yeah, when the album's out, they know the song. You see the videos and stuff. Videos, get some shows. Um, We're talking about doing a tour with Madball in in Europe next year. Beautiful. Hopefully that'll happen. That'll be great. Maybe maybe uh, maybe we'll get up on stage and do a little Madball song, (laughs) a little guest appearance. That's a great idea. Maybe yeah. Why not? And we are playing a couple of. Like, we're doing a Biohazard song, which is a cover of a Bad Religion song that was on Urban Discipline. Urban Discipline. We're doing and Crucified. we're doing Crucified. Okay. So that people that are fans of our old bands are coming and seeing something. Beautiful. I think that's a great cover. That, that Biohazard cover, I think, yeah, is great. I know. It I is. like it better than the original myself. So do I. Yeah. Yeah. It's rare. It's, it's rare that And I that was always right. my favorite song to play with them. Because really? that was the one that I felt like I could sing on, too. Not yeah. just, ah, you know what I mean? Yeah. 
And to me, it fits. It's a punk song. We're more of a punk band. You know? Yeah. You know? Uh, and I love, I love playing it. Yeah. yeah. It's exciting. It's a great song. I think awesome. they did a really good job covering that song, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're t- talking about playing a man ball song at some point too like yeah. if we play a show at AF obviously we can't play Chris Fag. nah <laughs> <laughs> you, you need one in the well you need, you need a backup player you need something yeah, we, in the background right now we've, we got well we just established that earlier you do Colossal Man yeah we're doing probably people. knows that though well, yeah, well that's why you gotta shed yeah. some light on it no yeah. one ever covers it it's, it's a it's, it's a well, deep covered it. it's a deep <laughs> cut yeah but it's a deep cut we're doing yeah. a Devo song you did a Devo song. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we did a, a twist on that. We did that. Oh, it sounds awesome, man. I'm it's, sure it it's does. Like, it's like punk. It's punk rock, you know? <laughs> yeah. It sounds great. Yeah, it does. Uh, we played it the first show we played. Uh, we're gonna probably, we recorded it, though. We're going we're gonna to yeah. put it on something. If, Maybe if we can get away with it. I don't know what the deal is with, like, recording real bands or songs. Well, it depends on who it is. <laughs> it, depends, yeah, yeah. it depends on if they... Just basically give them the royalties of all the sales, which is nowadays nothing. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, you know, it depends. Right now we're just going to be opening for bands, so we don't really get that much time to play. Right. I feel like we need to play songs from our old bands so that people know something we're playing for one. And, yeah. Sure. And I, you know, give people what they want because they're Mix it in. definitely coming to see me and Ann because we were in these other bands. And, yeah. You know. What about the other guy in your band? Carlos. Yeah. Carlos is. What's, what's, what's the deal with Carlos and his history? Bands, whatever. Carlos is actually from Colombia. Okay. And he was in a, a way band down there called Urban Riot, I think, right? Uh. I think it was Urban Riot. We'll call it Urban Riot. Yeah, Urban Riot. Today, they're Urban Riot. But he Urban Noise. Urban Noise. Urban Noise, that's it. Okay. Something like that. Urban But he, You know, he's been a friend of mine. He moved to New York, and he's part of my circle of friends. I've been hanging out with him for a long time. He's a great guy. He's a great guy. A good friend. You know, that's another thing is... I want to play in bands with my friends and have a good time. I don't really want to be in bands with maniacs and stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's all the stress and chaos going on. I just want to things be fun and you know. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah playing in bands. So, anyway, like family. You know, and you, when you Craig, know, when it was obvious Craig get along with it. Sucks. It puts a damper on shit. Sure. I mean, Craig eventually said, "Look, I don't have time. I'm sorry." I, you know, they were doing their 30th anniversary tour. They were touring like crazy. Yeah. So like, you should really find somebody else because I don't have time. So it's like cool. So we'll get Carlos because I love hanging out with Carlos. There you go. But he was in. Uh, New York boy band, 45 Adapters. He's played okay. around some other. Oh, bands. he was in 45 Adapters. Yeah. Okay. He's played around like with uh, some other bands, you know, just kind of filling in and shit. But now the takes his only band. So. Okay. That's good. And, uh, it frees up his. You know, he, he's not swamped with stuff. Yeah. Yeah. He's focused on this. And that's yeah. Good. That's good. Uh, good shit. Yeah. So you know, we're having. I'm. I'm, I'm fucking really excited. Yeah, you should be. It's a dope band, and you know what? You know what? I was talking with somebody the other day about it. I was like, Yo, "You hear these guys?" He was like, "Yeah." Uh, I actually listened to them a couple of weeks ago, and I was like, "It's awesome because it's it's sonically it's different than what's out there nowadays. Um, yeah. It's it's a hardcore band, but it's not a it's not what the kids nowadays are passing off as hardcore. You know what I mean? Which is metal. Which is metal. (laughs) It's like, yeah, it's like, and, and, uh, you know, not to shit on bands, but like, 
yo, like 85% of the bands that come out, it's like you hear it, and then you hear another band, then you hear another. It's like you, it could all be the same exact band. No, I can't yeah. tell the difference. Please. You can't tell the difference. And it's crazy that I'm even saying that because, but it's true. It's like, okay, chug, 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 break down. Chug, 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 fast break part, down. Fast part, break down. It's like, Okay, and formula, then they, the formula is exact cookie cutter, the same, the same. Yeah. And you're talking about how you're getting stabbed in the back. And it's like, really, dude? It's like, yeah. can, can you bring something to the table that I'd never heard ever? Yeah. Or at least. Well, that's hard to do. Yeah. It is hard to do, but that's what I was saying. That's why I was like, it's like, a, it's a, I hate the term, but a lack of a better word, it's like a breath of fresh air that it's something new, it's something yeah. different, yeah. it's out there. Yeah, I agree. And the people that I play for, it's got that old school it. feel it's to it. It's it's not. Yeah, it's got a lot of different stuff. Um, you don't sing I mean, like you, the, you don't sing like the Cookie Monster. Yeah. It's but it's not too like there's some hardcore songs. songs. Exactly. And there's some more boy sounding songs. There's kind of rock and roll sounding yeah, stuff. It's, it's got different. a lot of different stuff. It's yeah. it's it's, it's all awesome. The songs are all yeah. kind of different too. Like it's yeah. not like. You know, a lot of bands seem to do that where they basically have two songs. They got the fast song yeah, and they have yeah, yeah. Right. You know, whatever. It's not like that. There's a lot of kind of variety. Yeah. Without Making, without going too nuts with it that don't make any sense, you know. Yeah. Especially if we don't. It all kind of gets, the glue is kind of like the vocals, I think. Yeah. 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 I think it's the drums, but. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> Of course you do. <laughs> but I mean, like, that the, it doesn't sound too. Stretching too far, yeah, and like there's just sense. random songs. Like, all right, yeah, we got this Scott yeah, part yeah. out of nowhere. You know? All right, yeah, I'm doing that. Yeah, there's yeah. there's continuity, <laughs> but it's diverse. It's kind of all like it's kind of pretty much all like skinhead genre of the music, except for the reggae ska stuff, right? Which I don't think I would be any good at, even though that's what I mainly listen to. Yeah, yeah. but you throw that in there, it's just so no, different. Yeah. Yeah. It's, but people do it, and I, it, I don't, it doesn't work very often to me. Right. Yeah. 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 yeah I agree. When are you guys gonna put? Well, you, you guys' album is dropping when? Yeah. June. In June. Yeah. We haven't got the actual date yet because we're waiting on. This what guy. label are you on? Demon. Demons run them off. Demons run them off. It's a German okay. label. Yeah. But they have worldwide wide distribution. Yes. Oh, I've heard of them, of course. Yeah. yeah. I never heard of them until we started talking to them, honestly. But. Oh, really? Yeah, our, our European booking agent pointed us in that direction. And they did? Yeah, they did. Yeah, okay. They said the these guys are casuals. They just signed with them, too. They just put out a record with it. That's beautiful. Uh, they're going... They're, they've been... From what I looked at, their catalog at first was all the kind of what we were talking about, the, the metal bands and say the hardcore. But it's, I see definitely that they're going more into street punk or whatever. Like yeah. They're, they're diversing a little bit. And it's good. Yeah. A bunch of different flavors in that. Yeah. So it makes more sense for us. At first, I was like, I don't know, man. man. I don't know yeah. if we fit with these guys. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but now, yeah. now it makes sense. You know? Do you know if they're going to press vinyl and shit like Definitely. that? Definitely. They're going to press different colors for the States and shit like awesome. that. Awesome. Yeah, the limited edition for the States. Yeah. Limited yeah. edition in Europe. You know? Uh... Are you guys on like on like the uh, Bandcamp and shit? Because I, I heard your stuff on the website. Yeah, only right now it's only on the website. On the website. Except, well, okay. there's a couple of uh, like online magazines that publish two songs. Right. Like whenever, whenever you can when hear, we're doing interviews to 
Right. Put the label didn't want us to put too much out there. Right. You know, Forty albums out. Yeah. All right. I don't blame them. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta make people want to buy the record. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. So you know, like I said, we gotta we gotta wait till June because all these other releases are ahead of us because we're ready to go. We want to do it now, but. Yeah, gotta, wait, gotta wait. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're anxious, but yeah, that's why this isn't gonna come out for like three weeks. I think like that because I have, yeah. you know, and everybody has like dates and it's time sensitive stuff that that's all coming. You know what I mean? Yeah. So when this comes out, the next show we'll have is the uh, Northeast Boy Fest in Connecticut. And when is that? That's uh, April 14th. We're playing with Stars and Stripes on that day. Alright. Sunday, April 14th. Alright, well, beautiful. This is coming out on the 8th. Yeah, that's going to be a great show. I think. Uh, that's cool. Is, is that sold out already? Sold tickets? I don't know. I have no idea. But that's good, though. But I, I talked to people that are coming from across the country. Yeah, those always fest fly get people fly in from all over the place. You know? Yeah. They always do. Yeah. Good to see you play in front of a bunch of people. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing, man. Don't know two songs. Crucified. <laughs> yeah, yeah good, good point. But that's good, man. You know, smarting people up. Yeah. yeah. It's good trying, man. You know, it's hard to fucking start a new band really fucking hard. <laughs> I've tried it a few times. You know, it's a lot of fucking work, man. Yeah. It's a lot of work. It is. Well, well, like, I, mean, I mean, the whole theme of this whole thing, it seems like, is that you guys are having fun doing it. So, yeah. even though it's a lot of work, listen. Now it's kind of the shitty part, though, all the business. Yeah. The payoff but once, is playing but once, live, you know. Right. So, once you get all this out of the way, just like you said, you're in the beginning stages, you're yeah. just waiting. I'm sure that the anticipation is, is bothering you, too, yeah. you know, up to this point. Because the record's been done for a while, though. You know, it's it's like, fuck. It's, it's, a, full, like it's a full length? Yeah. Beautiful. Uh, it's 10 songs, 11 songs. Okay. It's a full length. Yeah. One is a cover of uh, another band I'm playing with, The Press, which is New York City's first oi band. Okay. Um, but we kind of changed it a lot and made it our own. You know, yeah. It doesn't sound much like the originals. Right. And we're actually, I think we're going to do a video for that song, too. Awesome. Revolution Now. Revolution Now. Okay. We're Good talking shit. to Drew about doing another one. You know? Is Drew Stone going to come out of retirement again to do another music video? He might. We're, we're trying. With us, he came out with like, the last one. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. he, he, he's a big fan of the band. Yeah. And he's our friend, and he had fun doing it. You know? Drew's awesome. Drew's a funny he's dude. Just, he's like, people ask him all the time, and he tells them, no, he don't want to do it. But right. he's, I mean, he hooked us up just... You know, because he's our friend and he wanted to do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He wasn't getting money, you know, paid like he should for it, for right. sure. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, it's it's great, you know, that people are really into music and we want to work with people who are into it and not look at it as a business. Yeah, That's really. like with the label we signed with, yeah. with MAD. Those guys, they really love the music, you know, so they wanted to help us. Mm-hmm. And it's important. I mean, we had offers from other labels too, but maybe we weren't into it as much, and it's kind of seemed more like a business relationship. And you didn't, you know, uh, how are they going to, you know, promote you and treat you if they're yeah. not even really into the music? Yeah, and, really. So that's uh, good shit. <laughs> good shit, man. Yeah. I'm like, listen, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, I was fucking go. I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to be able to make that Murphy. Well, but some people listen to it. I don't know if I'm going to be able to make the Murphy's Law show. But yeah. it's going to sell out anyway. Yeah, St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I talked to him a couple days ago, and it was almost sold out. So it's yeah. definitely it won't be any show. Tickets at the door. Right. But uh, you know, 
We're Jimmy G, I need to get you on this. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We, go back and forth. we go back and forth all the time, but we just can't seem to be the best line it ever. I know. That guy can talk like you. <laughs> oh, I know. I know. Jimmy rules. I would, lo- I would love to have that dude on. Oh, yeah. Good old Jimmy. Funniest guy in hardcore, too. Oh, without a doubt. Without a doubt. <laughs> Stories for days and days. You got play with everybody. You got him and Stigma on together. Yeah, oh, I, I, I had Gallo and Stigma on together, yeah, which was insane. Yeah. Oh, forget about it. Oh, my God. <laughs> the stigma has stories. It's so fucking funny, man. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even get into my stigma stories, but we'll oh. save that for the next. Oh, one. you you have the, <laughs> that could be. A Tell my favorite, my favorite stigma story. Which one is that? Sort of the like, you could kind of say the pearl of wisdom kind of thing. That's nah, not really wisdom. But when he asked what time it was. <laughs> uh, yeah. Everyone yeah. loves a stigma story. Squirm used to you know make Squirm used to drive for us. He was our driver in a van. And he's, then he would always be shotgun. He'd say, Squirm, just keep him up all night. And, uh, uh-huh. <laughs> and he's like half the mood. He's like, hey, hey uh, Vinny, what time is it? Uh, he looked at the the clock radio. It's like, I take 99. It's almost 9 o'clock. Fucking <laughs> 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 Oh, my God. <laughs> You can't make that shit up, no, man, because no. that's so typical. <laughs> thing. That's so crazy. Oh, that's some funny shit, man. Yeah. Fuck. So, can, can anyone go. Do you have merch available on your website? No, not, not yet. yet. Okay, not yet. All right, cool. Yeah, I'm going to so figure out, like, a. Somebody I got to work with to do a web store thing because right. I personally don't want to. I don't have the time to mail and shit myself like I did with blood clotting and stuff like that. Right, that's too much work. Yeah, it's too much work. I can't deal with it. I'm right. too busy. As it, I could barely got time to think straight as it is. Yeah, yeah. You have a crazy work schedule. It's, we, yeah, I, I thought you were fun. working today. I thought we were going to meet over by the Barclays Center at some reason. For some reason. Mm, that wasn't today, but we were talking about a different day at first. But, okay. Yeah. I don't know. But I worked. You know, I did worked overnight last night. I, you know, yeah. I'm all over the place, man. I hear Craziest hours you think of. I probably work more than anybody you know. Right. Yeah. So I just don't have the time or energy for yeah. mailing shit and all yeah, that stuff. I got, I got to figure yeah. out somebody else to do it. Yeah. But I'm not flying back and forth. I'm working too. Yeah. <laughs> we, neither of us really had time for that. And honestly, I mean, you just get a company that's much better at it, like Merch Now or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Merch Now, Merch Direct, one uh, of them. Cold cuts. But the yeah. label's like gonna set something up. Yeah, I think they're gonna help. Uh, you know, stuff we there. still haven't sorted all that out. That's part of this bit process we're going through now. Is, you know, getting websites and this and that, and all that stuff that I hate dealing with. You know? Yeah, oh, I hear you. It's nothing to do with music. Yeah, and the whole social media thing too. It's yeah. like I was kind of not I doing know. anything on that until this. You know, we started playing. I'm like, well, I gotta get back on there. You know, just to get in touch with people. Yeah. You know, I went from having like. 200 friends to 4,999. Oh, yeah. It's weird. Like, I'll go to your Facebook page right. and it's like me and you. For some, we have like 1,600 <laughs> mutual friends. It's like, what? Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I'm not... I'm not really into that stuff either. I kept it around just because of band stuff. I don't yeah. ever post really any personal yeah, things. I don't ever post stuff. Me neither. Yeah, about work. Band I did for a while, and now it's like... 
on my personal one, eh, I'll post a picture of like my daughter, me, and my girls, like a couple here and there. But it's most you, you, especially my Instagram is nothing but podcast stuff, nothing but. You know, my Facebook, eh. You know, a couple of personal things, but I'm I'm, I'm not going to check in and say I'm eating bacon and eggs right, right. now in the yeah. diner. Like, That's I'm not doing that. Yeah, I'm not doing. Nobody cares. <laughs> nobody cares that I'm eating breakfast. Yeah. Congratulations for if me. I'm eating a meal. If I wasn't still playing music, I probably wouldn't have it at all. Right. Well, I said I say that too. Like I was booking shows for a while, so I, I I was I was heavy on it because of you know promoting shows. And now with this, I keep it basically for this stuff. Yeah. If, once right. once once I feel like this becomes a job and I don't enjoy doing this. And I shut it all down. Yeah. Then that's where my social media goes away to. Yeah. I mean, that, that's it. I mean, at the end of the day, nobody cares what I'm doing. As far as personal stuff, you know what I mean. People, yeah. people enjoy listening, and it's weird that I have a lot of listeners. It's awesome. Yeah. 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 I, I get it. But it's, but it's like, it's like, yeah. it's like why? Oh, right. like you know that. what I really hate too is the food shit. Like oh, posting a picture of your disgusting meat thing you're eating. Like, yeah. I don't want to look at this. Shit. Yeah. It's like oh great. Who cares what you're eating? Nobody cares. Nobody cares. No. Stop it, please. And then you read the com- <laughs> yeah. and, then, and then you read the comments, and it's all typical. Ooh, yum. Yeah. Save some for me. These it's like, it's way like really, too much time on their It's hands. like really, yeah. and it's like, and it's like you're like 50 years old, and it's like you're 50. What are you typing out? Yum. I'll be right over. Save some for me. Like really, dude? Yeah. Is that what you're really doing? Like think about what you're doing. Wait, they're not doing. They're not doing anything. That's the problem. It's oh my word. god. It's, it's, no it's, it's, it's sad. It's uh, cringy. I just, I just I look at it. I just I, I cringe. Yeah, there's a lot of rants too that I just can't. I just can't. Yeah, Nobody cares about your rant. Political ranting is annoying yeah. as shit. Nobody cares. Yeah. Nobody cares because you're only saying things that align with the people that you agree with anyway, and then everyone else str- rolls their eyes and keeps on scrolling and forgets about your rant. Yeah, yeah it's it's I, I hate that shit, dude. <laughs> I, I, I do like that I've gotten in touch with the people that I grew up with and stuff. And yeah. Those are the good things about it. Those are the good things about it. A lot of people from the music scene, too, because I've been out of the scene sure. for a long time, and now I'm reconnecting with everybody. It's right. it's, it's great. That's yeah. that's, uh, I mean, yeah. there's definitely pros. There's a lot of cons. Yeah. But, but it's, also, it's also your own choice. You know what I mean? It's like, do you... I could all day long, if I really wanted to, I could find the time to rant about nonsense. Yeah. But what's, what, what am I doing anyway? Yeah. What am I doing? I don't have the time to do that anyway. I'm working. Man. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like, I can do that. When I usually go on there and post something dumb, it's because I'm drunk, you know? Right. <laughs> right. Which, Which is often. Yeah. Which is all, hey, listen. <laughs> I would say 99% of the posts, uh, I'm drunk. They don't come off to this one post. I look at him like, oh yeah, I was hammered. I don't even remember her type of this. Uh, <laughs> happens. It happens. Yeah. Listen. Fuck you. Yeah. But that's good, man. Well, speaking of social media, um, for the take, it's on Instagram, it's at, what is it? The dot take dot New York City. Or is, or it, it, or or is it underscores? Hold no, on. Nice dot. Are you sure? Yeah. I, 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 I typed it. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me. So I, think the same, I think the same thing for Facebook is Take NYC. Yeah, so on Instagram, it's at the dot take dot NYC. But if you just type in the take, But if you just go to our website, you can find both Instagram and Facebook. 
Correct. and our YouTube channel, which we will soon have stuff up there. Right. right. Nothing there. Which yet. is the takemyc.com. Right. Right. And you can, and there's and some you can music on there. And you can listen right. to the music. That's where I listen to. We got right. two songs, the whole songs on there, and one is just like a clip. Yeah. Right. Uh, we're planning on releasing more on there as we get closer to the release of the record. You know. Right. Can anyone download anything? Not yet, no. At this point, no. no. Okay. No. All right, cool. I was going to say because if, if you want to end this with a song, I slap a song at the end of this if you want. We could, but we you could definitely but, do that. But you would have to just email me. The yeah, I'll, get, I'll give you some. Yeah, just whatever song you yeah. want to put on, just send it to me and I'll slap it on. All right, we'll do that. Anything else you want people to follow you on your on your personal Instagram? Scotty Roberts. Scotty Roberts, 69. 69. Not in a pervert way. All right. That's probably the year you were born. The year I was born, and it's also a skinny thing. Okay. My Shepler Will. Yeah. Will Shepler was taken. Right. Really? <laughs> really? Yeah, I was surprised. Like, <laughs> yeah, right? I'm surprised too. Like, Shepler is a very uncommon name, even though it sounds very common. Yeah. But I, when I, I was that. in New York, there was, I was the only Shepler in the phone book. You know? like yeah. I had phone books. Right. <laughs> Oof, phone book. That's still attached to a pay phone. <laughs> right. Oof. It's crazy there's no phone booths anymore. Yeah. No, none. Yeah. None. It used to be everywhere. Everywhere. Uh, nowhere. And then <laughs> after a while, they would still be everywhere, but then you would have to try to find one that worked. Yeah. And then they're gone. 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 Mm-hmm. Cool. So the.take.myc on Instagram, Scotty Roberts69 on Instagram, Shepler Will on Instagram, but mainly thetakemyc.com for all. You can find everything. You me. find everything yeah. there. Listen to music and all that. Yeah. You can follow this. I don't know where you're listening to this, but iTunes, SoundCloud, basically anywhere where you get your podcast at the Brooklyn Blast Furnace. Instagram is also the Brooklyn Blast Furnace. Also on Facebook, just search that up. And join the group page, and then on Twitter, it's Blast Furnace NYC because the Brooklyn Blast Furnace was too long, so I couldn't have that. So the Blast Furnace MC NYC. You throw the NYC at the end of the day. There you go. You see that? Yeah, we plan on uh, you know. You know, go on there, join our, our mailing list too. I'm gonna, you know, when we got like the re- release of stuff, the record and all that shit like that, I'm gonna send out mailing list stuff. You know, yeah, and also all our, all our shows, all the dates. Yeah, you know, they're all website. there. Everything's yeah, there. We have going on. Yeah. yeah, that's the central place for everything. Right? Good shit. And whoever's listening to this, you should share it and get the word out for these guys. Yes, please. You know, that's what I think. And uh, come to shows and have fun with us. Drink, drink come beer, to shows, party. buy a shirt, buy a shirt, yeah. hang, hang out, beers, hang out. That's it. <laughs> that's it. Punch your friend, punch your friend in the head for fun, yeah, but in a good way. Yeah. In a good way. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. It's that's all about it. having that's fun. It's all about. Man. Yep. That's it. All about having fun. That's it. That's what we're in it for. Yeah. I appreciate your time, guys. Yeah, uh, thanks thank for you having us. Yeah, no, man. Great. I'm glad this working worked out. We're gonna sit. Yeah, man. We got an hour and a half. Wow. See how fast it goes like yeah. this? Yeah. Great. Good stuff. Will, yeah. thank you. Yeah, Scott, thank you. Thanks thank for you. Sure what you're doing, man. Any, great. Anytime, man. Listen, and, and when the record drops again, yeah. uh, when the record, record drops, yeah. if you want, we can reconvene and maybe we'll get Carlos, you know, in yeah, here or whatever. We'll do an and, update. And, and we'll okay. do an update of, of whatever. Whatever you want to do, man. Sounds good. Get Drew in here, too. Yeah. Yeah, Drew can talk. Yeah. Oh, I know. <laughs> Drew's Carlos, on here. Carlos, he's got an accent, though. It might be hard to understand. That's all right. <laughs> that means that people got to listen up. and like, some listen international up. flavor. You see that? We're over We're here now. International band. Nice. Uh-huh.